Hi, I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this is another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Ryan, how are you doing on this wonderful day? I'm doing quite well. I'm posted up here somewhere in Houston. I feel like it's possible I've been recording more podcasts not at home. Than Dude, at you're home. just a man of a national mystery. I don't uh, say international. Oh, yeah, it is national. It's all domestic. the states. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm not going to dispute that. It's um, like a shittier version of Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. So um, we're going to get right into it today because I have an awesome concert to go to in a little while. But this is one that we've been anticipating for a while, and we're glad to be presenting to everyone today. And All right. Well, let's just dive right in. Why don't you lead us off with the topic? Sure. So I wanted to do this back in September, and you, Paul, were like, dude, no, it's way too early. Let's wait until it's closer to the end of the year. And I said, come on. And you said, no. I said, come on. And I said, All right. It's now it's almost December. Well, you have to tell them what the, the topic is before I was you get getting the, there. the backstory. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So uh, I want to talk about, and we want to talk about today, bold predictions for 2020. <laughs> So SEO, SEO predictions, so how the SEO landscape is going to change or how it's going to behave in 2020, which right. you wanted to do a full six months. I did want to do it quite a bit. In the six advance. months before 2020. <laughs> so I guess after this, we'll be recording it for 2021. Yeah, as well. Yeah, we should do the, 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 the way too early predictions, you know, like college football. <laughs> in Nebraska was like preseason top 25. Oh, they're yeah, top twenty-five, and they went four and eight the previous year. Remember when UCF was ranked? Oh, <laughs> next year, a long okay. time ago. So it's not only bold predictions or semi-obvious predictions to us that we are going to share, um, but it's also going to be a kind of an overview of what projects we're both working on, and that should also illuminate some of the things that we're anticipating. So we'll, right, we'll talk about both. I'm going to focus on the local side, and um, you can focus on the the national side. Oh, is that how we normally function? Well, no, because that, that's my main focus currently. Oh, that's so, like, true. You know. Well, it's local on a national level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, it's, it, that's true. Uh, uh, I guess I'm more like organic, just traditional organic. Okay, so let's get right into it. I think that we, we'd be remiss if at this point, it is November 20th, 2019, if we didn't talk about Bert and Bedlam before we proceeded with the rest of this podcast. Um, this is not a podcast whatsoever about Bert, but what really happened in Bert only a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago? It, like you couldn't optimize for it at all, right? It was just sort of how how people search things, and and then how that intent closely matched up with the search, right? <laughs> it was like asking me. It was one of those things where I, I I went through and I'm like, no, 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 no. I think it's very like much semantics and linguistics, and then talking yeah. about the difference between there, there, and there, and some it other. It got smarter. Um with how it returned a result. So I think that like less results are going to be returned, right? Because it's better at like figuring out what someone wants and like the latent semantic indexing um, of like those terms. I think it just got like a lot more intelligent and figuring out what someone wants, you know, using like different synonyms and things. Sure. So, so that's overview of Bert. I hope everyone learned a lot there, Uh, but I think that we're going to, we're going to be coming back to it. I'm going to tie it in later with the predictions though. It was very complicated. All the literature literature was just like, you know, we don't really know. Um, Google's not really telling us a lot about what it does or how it does it. Just like with RankBrain, they, they don't really tell you a whole lot of how it works, right? Or how to optimize for these things. They just say, um, we're doing this thing. 
In fact, I think Google said that they you can't optimize for BERT. <laughs> Say they can't optimize for anything. Yeah, that's what they said. Well, uh, if you optimize for you're going to try to trick us. I'll talk about Bedlam because it's what I'm dealing with right now. Well, right before we get there, yeah, we're definitely going to talk about that because I have my own take too. But BERT, like you just mentioned it, is one of the few things in a while where I went through it and some of the real SEO geeks and nerds went into depth about it and didn't really walk away with anything. So that's kind of how that update happened. Yeah. And then also there's an example of, I'm going to do suggestive search of SEO is dead. And then it returns 2018, 2019 and other lies. Oh, I see. Yeah, we saw that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's how much uh, search volume is around our podcast name, buddy. I know. Thanks, Bert. So Bedlam. I, I wonder what the IP address that would come from. Probably be in, uh, you know, Tiberius, Florida. No. <laughs> For your parents, uh, then mine would be like Boynton Beach, Florida. Yeah, we got a lot of search uh, traffic around that. So thanks, mom. <laughs> thanks, mom. Since day one. Anything else you want to add about about Bert? I already forgot what Bert is. Yeah, it was sort of like when Rank Brain came out, and people were just sort of like, "Well, what do I have to do about this?" And they're like, no, "You can't do anything." And then you're just like, "Oh, okay, cool." <laughs> well, I th- I think oh, cool. Our, you're doing this. Cool. I think our listeners have to understand that it's not we that we don't care. It's one of the things that there just aren't really any takeaways. It's more like an acknowledgement. And sometimes even when they announce an algorithm update and you do a bunch of stuff, there isn't any takeaways after that either. Like the mobile apocalypse that happened, where everyone right. like freaked out. They're like, "Oh man, if my my website isn't mobile optimized, I'm not going to rank anymore. I'm going to drop out of the rankings. And then everyone like just busted their ass to do it. And then it happened. And a lot of people didn't do anything and nothing changed. <laughs> I, I actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think it's just collusion between like someone that works at Google and like their buddy. And they're like, hey, listen, we're just going to announce this thing. Set up a bunch of landing pages that say BERT optimized or optimized for BERT. And I'm going to drive, like, I guarantee you're going to get traffic. If I had the ability to troll, like, an entire industry <laughs> at, with just a, a tweet, I would probably do it from time to time. Yeah, BERT stands for B-E-R-T, trolling. So just figure out the first letters in that. Yeah, but the last one's important. It's the troll. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's talk a little about Bedlam. Um, this is still happening. Uh, I think I'm seeing some repercussions of it even today, which is the 20th of November. Um, I think another round of updates have just kind of started going through because I'm seeing some crazy fluctuations in my rankings. But what they're saying is that it's tied to relevancy of your listing. So whether that's categories, it could be a lot of things. It could be keywords and reviews. They don't, they don't really know. All they know is that it's tied to like relevancy and not location. So, you know, no one quite knows how to optimize for this. I mean, a lot of people saw their rankings rebound already, which is cool. Um, I saw things rebound over the past couple of days. Um, and then I saw today around four o'clock, some pretty massive drops. So everything this morning, everything was like looking good. And then all of a sudden, boom, you know, we dropped five, six. Well, I'd say the most we dropped for anyone is probably like 11 spots, but most of it's been the, like the two or three spot range. So well, you're looking at the stuff hour by hour. That's pretty... Um... Yeah. Intense. Google's been causing me a lot of, uh, what's the word? Ulcers. Yeah. A lot of ulcers lately. So uh, when you have to maintain hundreds and hundreds of local business listings that are entirely uh, accounting on your local listings, driving business to it, it's a lot to keep track of and a lot to worry about. 
Sure. You're talking about relevancy. I actually read a couple of things that was tied to um, very specifically to location. One of the great local SEOs, Joy Hawkins, um, over at the local search forum, um, did a pretty big study on it and said she was able to sort of cancel that out. But with this recent change, I imagine there's going to be some stuff coming out tomorrow about this. We don't know yet. So maybe it is tied to like location. I pretty much got that Google's trying to kind of tie in a little bit more about location based because they're just like anticipating people being on mobile and moving and they're always dynamically changing uh, their search results based off of like very specific locations with not always static IPs. That's like kind of what I got. But one thing that I definitely read with this and I saw people's different studies is it didn't like affect the correlation with things that we were anticipating to be a stronger correlation. So I was a little bit disappointed to see that no one thought the update improved anyone's uh, positioning based off of reviews, based off of authority. And that much kind of goes in the face of what I've been seeing, the direction should go that I think that would be more sensible. But you haven't seen any drops in your rankings. But I haven't seen any drops is true for dozens and dozens of people. Interesting, interesting things. That's Stressful just, times in the SEO. That just means whatever I'm doing is awesome. We're, we do the same things. I don't, I don't know. Oh, well, I mean, we do. I mean, they're different industries. And then we, we also know that things affect different industries differently too. So I guess that's kind of a preface for some of the bigger picture things. And th these things kind of tie into some of our projections and they also tie into some of our projects, which are very similar words. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little bit then oh wait we got a we got a good question that we have to answer let's, for let's get that out of the way too before one of our talk. listeners yeah. yeah um i won't name his name um because i you know i'll keep privacy uh important here but um you know it was a really good question actually because it's something that depending on what you're doing um it could be different um but you know wordpress the most popular cms in the world call it wordpress now as well just do that we were asked, what are the best plugins for SEO to use? Um, and that really depends on kind of what you're, you're going to do. And I've never found one plugin that really does all of the things. I would say Yoast comes as close as you can possibly get to that, but there's still things that like it, it won't integrate with, right? There's no way to like just put in a container ID for your uh, tag manager. And then all of a sudden you have like Google tag manager integrated in that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so it's, it's really just like, Hey, you have, you can put in your Google analytics, you can put your search console stuff in, you can edit your metadata. You can really easily, you know, tell pages that you don't want to be indexed. I don't think it has a redirect function. Does it? Um, not that I know of. Yeah. So that's another, like a separate, that's just like a separate plugin. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Plugins, but yeah, once you start yeah. filling in the gaps, that's how you get 10, 15, 20 plugins on your website. So, you know, if you're building a website that you're just using to rank other sites with, which, you know, bad word in this industry, bad term. It's called Ranking. PBN, right? Um, there's other things that you'd want to do to like block crawlers or block, um, you know, Google fonts is a thing. So like everyone mm -hmm. was thinking that if you use like the default fonts from WordPress, it's like linking back to Google and allowing them to tell it like, this is your site and they can like connect them and all this stuff. So that you, you would install a plugin that was like remove Google fonts. Um, I would say though, you know, if you're, if you're just, it's your own website that you're just trying to rank and that it's like your main site, right? It's, it's important. Um, you know, you can't go wrong with Yoast. Um, what's the other, you always want to have like a, a good schema plugin, which I think schema, I think it's the wrong term. Um, well, it's structured data, but they structured data. Um, the plugins, the plugins still say schema, 
because they probably don't update <laughs> they update yeah. they don't update the title. Did you did you um from Corey, do you have the ones specifically suggested? Yeah, yeah. Um the ones that you told me um from Corey. Oh, no, it right? wasn't Corey, yeah, it was me. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was you. Um I think Yoast has a pretty good structured data addition to it recently that you can that you can use. I've always used a different one than that. And what was what's the name of that one again? Oh, so I'm looking at it. It says um WP SEO structured data schema. <laughs> so I don't know that's, if that's redundant. That's the one. There's also schema app structured data for schema.org. I would just make sure that you have a really um a really good three one redirect plugin as well because that's that's always something that's gonna come up. Like you're you're always gonna have to redirect pages at some point. So sure. Sure. And, and then, then also the WPMU is really good at preparing um i think it mentions the uh, update of hummingbird a lot mm -hmm. for some one particular reason or another but it's like um what was a really popular one that used to do like a ton of compression and caching but then it kind of it kind of just broke crap after a while um it doesn't matter anyway this this one does like your browser caching image caching um your page caching it does like automatic compression to an extent it's not like amazing unless maybe you pay more but um it maybe compresses css js in line that's always really good yeah well, like it, it takes care of that it's site speed stuff yeah it's it's important um outside of that though i can't really think of anything that's like necessary that that would be a wordpress plugin that i would say that you'd have to use um maybe like it, some easy like maps embed type of thing if you're you, you got local you know you can always go that route honestly you try and avoid plugins as much as you can because you know, they, you have to worry about them being updated and you have to worry about exploits and you have to worry about like all the unnecessary like JavaScript that they add to your site. So if like you can avoid them, you always kind of want to. But if you have to use some, I would say like kind of make it minimal. I mean, there's a ton of things that you can add to your site that are going to like enhance your your stuff that you would essentially add through Tag Manager um, as opposed to like using like a plugin. Yeah. One thing I want to say, plugin, before we move on to our podcast is is uh the more specific the SEO task is and like the less likely whoever the developer is of updating it and the more likely it is to like not function or break eventually. So just be like cautious about like this very specific thing you're fulfilling with a plugin too. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um I remember I think it was like a year ago. Wasn't there a plugin that like someone forgot to like update or like it was a really popular one that caused like a bunch of problems. Do you do you remember? It was like an S, a really popular SEO one. A really pop. Yeah. Well, that, that was the one I think I was talking about. That was with the caching. I think it was a really popular one that was really well known for its like image compression, its browser caching, page caching, and I think it just ate it real bad, and it like screwed screwed up a lot, a lot of websites. I'm almost positive that's the one I mentioned. I'm like very, very, very very <laughs> not certain but i feel like it's very high likelihood that's exactly what i'm talking about because that's the reason we use the wpmu now and not the the predecessor okay well you know i'm gonna, I'm gonna go with your word on this one buddy cool i'm oh it's great because i don't even know what it's called but that's what it did let's go back and forth and let's talk about the things that we're we're very very sure of having in 20, happening in 2020 and any good marketer will be very aware and know how to do this thing okay so here's my SEO conspiracy theory. All right. <laughs> no, we're not there yet. Hold on. That's the bold one. Hold on. I got it. This is going to make sense. It's going to make sense. Let's say that part of your assumption on like the local update that just happened is location based, right? So that would mean that you can't 
rank in the same amount of zip codes as you were before, right? So maybe it's like two zip codes away, you don't rank in it because whatever they've tweaked the algorithm to do. Well, here steps in our paid local campaigns, right? You know that they've wanted to launch this. We read through the stuff that they were gonna like offer. It's gonna happen, right? So what better way to do that than to force people to pay for increased reach for their listings. So I think there's gonna be a huge increase of paid options from Google My Business. Um, and one thing it's gonna do, it's gonna price out kind of crappier businesses and it's gonna get rid of spam from that standpoint because they won't be afford, they won't be able to afford to play, right? And then uh, it would make perfect sense that this is why they're doing it. Oh, I agree. I mean, we're definitely in the trajectory. Google is monetizing the crap out of everything. So anytime that you are saying there's a conspiracy theory where Google will make more money, I very much doubt it's a conspiracy theory. I think that uh, the the question is more, is it going to happen today? <laughs> When's it going to next week? <laughs> is it going to happen next month? That's that's what happens with, with those, I think, because it's just, you, we just see it. It just happens gradually over time. I think that's definitely a very likely prediction. Um, I think if I had like a long-term prediction about like the results of Google as far as monetization, I think that personally, like, I don't know if this is bold. This is kind of in between. This is like my, I don't know, my four out <laughs> prediction, but I, I think that in the next like few years, there just isn't going to be like a one, two, three, four, five, six. Like, I don't think it's going to be like a list of results. It's going to be like so personalized and so in a form that we can't conceptualize just yet because it's invented by aliens that, um, it's just going to be nothing that you'd kind of imagine. And I think that one way you can kind of conceptualize it is like voice search, like voice search. You're not, you're not seeing anything. You're getting one result, you know, it's like catered to like one thing. So if you were to do it like on your phone or, or on your computer, I don't think it's going to be like a list, like uniform anymore. I think it's going to be something that we can't, we can't imagine just yet. Hmm, interesting. It's going to be like in 3d. I'm like, I know it sounds weird, but I'm not joking. And of course, the one that's uh, much more likely is that voice search is going to definitely have its foothold. I say, big time next can year. they even monetize voice search right now? No, they can't. I say then that Google figures out a way to monetize voice search. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I agree with that too. It's like this result is brought to you by eBay. Yeah, uh, voice paid ads. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I don't see, I don't see, I like everything is being monetized. And if, and if, if half the users use voice search, what, what is going to happen? Google is going to lose half the revenue? Of course not. That doesn't make no, any they're sense. No, they're going to capitalize that. And they're selling you the devices most of the time too, outside of Amazon, right? But yeah. Amazon uses Google anyways. That's another interesting thing. I, I think that there's, there's a small level of interest. I'm not really basing this on anything other than logic of like Amazon offering a search engine that's just based off of voice and Alexa. Oh, like a separate search engine with separate algorithm? Yeah, because I think that eventually when that becomes a, a, a paid arena, right, then Amazon isn't going to want to like give that same money to Google when they could be making it. I, I think, I think there's, there's a strong likelihood that they would enter into that, but in the voice space where it makes sense. I mean, they're not going to take on actual like organic search or anything like that. I mean, I don't even think Bing will last that much longer you know <laughs> like, i don't think it's it's getting its share back which Bing i, I don't I, do. I don't i think that it had a small opportunity where it you know it was like the default um 
search engine installed into a lot of Microsoft devices. And I think that a certain generation, we'll call them boomers, um, purchase those devices and they don't know how to do, you know, they don't know how to change things. They don't know how to change a lot of the settings and they just left it as that. But I think, you know, everyone our age or younger, like grew up using Google. Um, they have Google phones, right? Like who doesn't like Chrome compared to like any other browser? So I think like it's days are, are kind of limited. I like that. Your days are numbered. And then yeah, like, get rid of it. Stupid anyways. Yeah. Like, you know, DuckDuckGo is supposed to be kind of like a, like a breakout search engine. I don't, I don't know anyone that uses it. Not really yeah. it much. Did you ever see like the, the commercials they made for Bing and where it was like, oh, we did a blind results test of the two. We asked people to see which one they preferred. And yeah. they were like, nine out of 10 people picked Bing. And it's like, Oh my gosh, that was Bing. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, they thought it was Bing because the results were like in an interface that looked like Google probably. Yeah, but it, it, that's such a silly like test at all. It was like, oh, we found that nine out of 10 people preferred our classified ad <laughs> section to your classified ad section. It looked, they looked almost identical. You know, it's like you couldn't tell the difference between the two. So um, yeah, search engines are all going to be dead and Google's take over like already has forever they're going to monetize the crap everything they're going to continue to let directories dominate search results because their algorithm is also never going to get to sophisticated to the point where it can't be manipulated ever that's my long-term prediction whenever they tweak one thing or try to update something using their bazillion mit main hours they're just going to open up a gap somewhere else links will never become obsolete what do you think no i don't think they can i don't think that i don't think that um Google wants them to either. I, I think they're useful. I mean, I think they can be, obviously we game them all the time, but I think like the algorithm needs to be able to crawl to other websites. So it needs links to do it. Um, I don't think there's a better way to tell the relevancy, like legitimate relevancy of, of a page than, than people linking to it. Um, I mean, and they're not going to like value what social's doing that much because they're in competition with them. So well, that's why I, I was going to say is like, is there ever going to be a point where like they set up a part of their algorithm where they're like, uh, oh, this brand or this this website's being mentioned across multiple pages and posts and people on like Instagram and Facebook and now that's officially a ranking factor? I don't think so. Yeah. So I think I think that links will, will still be will still be around. That's cool. That's good for us link builders. <laughs> well, I mean, it's good for organic um, SEO. It's always something that we can probably take advantage of, right? What's our next prediction? If we don't have any other, we can move on to projects because I just realized that my show starts in 20 minutes. And oh, not, crap. We better hurry. And not um, an hour and 20 minutes. Okay, so I got a good one. I'm just trying to dominate the local space in the area that I'm working in. So uh, it's a lot because there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of locations. That's pretty right. much it. <laughs> I thought you were going to conclude this podcast. That's, that's we can move into two podcasts. Oh, we can do we can do our predictions and we can do our projects. Unless you're not into that thing, that kind of thing. Um, well, I can't. I don't really want to go into my projects because obviously you know I work full time um, in house at a place, and I don't want to like discuss what we're particularly what we're doing with that um, ultra proprietary. Well, I, I can. Yeah, you know, it's probably pretty easy to figure out where I work if you just like Google my name and like look. Oh yeah, name. right. <laughs> it's just like you're like so secretive. I can't believe you're saying anything, and then you go on your your LinkedIn and it lists out everything that you've ever done. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll talk about past places I worked. I don't care. Um, well, we yeah, don't have to like those places. delve into like a lot of stuff about like where I currently work. You know, I just don't feel of course. Like it's appropriate. Well, I, th I think that um, 
Yeah, talking about what projects we're working on. I'm putting the, the, the mail where the mouth and the, the money meets. It's just like, you know, we talk about our projects we care about. Obviously, that's like practice what we preach or whatever. It's, there's too many quips and lines you can use. I mean, I, I definitely think that taking advantage of any structured data is great. And I think that Google is going to take advantage of that. And I think that it's important for people to kind of keep an eye on the new kinds of structured data that are slowly being rolled out. Because I don't know if people stay on top of it. Or, of it or get like alerts or proactively see what other categories there are. But I think that they kind of slowly roll out and sometimes people don't, aren't even aware of them. And then by the time you take a you look back and you're like, wow, there's a lot, there's a thing called live blog posting now. Uh, any other bold predictions? I got another four minutes. <laughs> it's just this, this year was like a big year. We, we went kind of all in with um, eat in the beginning of the year. And it turns out that it actually did more harm than good. You know, the, we did it for a lot of people, a lot of content. And I think that the, I think that the results, there were improvements, but I think it was marginal. So it's just like, I don't know, when it comes to like these big things, it's kind of like the 80, 20 rule. It's just like, you know, 20% of it has 80% impact and you spend like so much time on something that only does a little bit. It's just harder to get involved in those projects. I think there's going to be a lot of algorithm updates over the next year too. I think things are going to change a lot. And so do you think it'll be be harder than last year or this year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, I, I just I feel like there's just gonna be a lot of a lot of change. A lot of change in the industry. Um and uh I don't know, I guess be prepared and study up and be ready to be frustrated because I think it's just it's gonna happen. I hope the year starts off with a bang and everyone's website gets deleted. <laughs> well, I don't hope that, but well, anyone but mine. That's fine. <laughs> oh man, you'll be looking real good. And here's Paul, the only man in the universe with the website. <laughs> Ooh, all the money. <laughs> so much like, money. I can talk about anything, and I'm a bazillionaire. Uh, I'd quit after two weeks. You could quit, quit after a different job. few hours. Um, no, I, I think that's all we have uh, really to cover, right? Yeah, I just want to get people thinking, know where our heads are at, what we're working on, and hopefully um, people are a little bit more in sync with where we're at and what we're anticipating. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, I just want to say, uh, you know, thanks to all our listeners out there. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, appreciate any of the feedback that you give us. Um, you know, I, I, several of you um, send us questions, and you know, we love to answer those and um, potentially have you guys on. Yeah, we're we're accepting like applications from the MIT engineers at Google. Yeah, right. if you'd like to be on, <laughs> we'll talk to you. We'll listen to the stuff that you have to say, and then we'll use it to to profit. I'm into that. You know, if you wanted to get in touch with us, uh, you can always reach out to us on Facebook. Uh, we're on Twitter now too. Uh, I don't really check that very often though. But, I certainly you know, don't. <laughs> it's there. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we have a LinkedIn profile and, you know, you can always check us out through our website, which is seosdeadcast.com or just leave a comment on our, um, on our uh, podcast homepage. And, yep. uh, you know, we'll be happy to uh, respond pretty quickly to you. Excellent. Looking forward to hearing from everybody about how cool this podcast was. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this has been another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Sayonara. Bye. Bye.